I'm Jason Colvin. I'm D. Graves. Give us five minutes. And we will give you the fire. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Surely You Can't Be Serious podcast special edition, Five Minutes of Fire. We are here talking about the lyrics of We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. We're covering only five minutes at a time, which is about the length of the song, so it works out kind of nicely. So please join us as we dive into some new lyrics today. All right, guys, so here are the topics that we're going to be covering today. Terror on the airlines. Ayatollahs in Iran. Russians in Afghanistan. Terror on the airlines. Okay, D, tell us about terror on the airline. Okay, so plane hijacking has been a thing almost as long as there have been planes. It was actually kind of an epidemic for a long period of time from 1927 to 1968, but they put screenings and other safety measures in effect, and and the amount of hijacking had seriously decreased by 1980. But in 1980, a new form of hijacking began, and that was the hijacking of planes by organized terrorists. I remember hearing about these things frequently as a kid. Some of the most notable ones are Air India Flight 182, which was hijacked and bombed over the Irish coast. In 88, we had Pan Am Flight 103, and it was bombed while flying over Scotland. This created the terror of being on airplanes, and obviously the 90s saw a significant decrease until, of course, 2001, we had the biggest terrorist plane hijacking in history. All right, Jason, Ayatollah. Who is he and why is he in Iran? Okay, Ayatollah Ruhollah Khomeini was an Iranian Islamic revolutionary politician and religious leader who served as the first supreme leader of Iran from 1979 until his death in 1989. He opposed the Shah's rights to women, he opposed land reforms, and he wanted to free Iran from the influence of the U.S. and the USSR. He wanted to eliminate religious minorities and no state of Israel. He was the founder of the Islamic Republic of Iran and the leader of the Iranian revolution, which overthrew the U.S.-supported Shah that ended the Iranian monarchy. He turned Iran from a actually a Western-friendly country into a theocratic rogue state. He called America the Great Satan and Russia the Lesser Satan. <laughs> Khomeini served as Iran's ultimate political and religious authority for many years. He was involved in the U.S. hostage crisis. And my favorite moment of his is when Leslie Nielsen punches him at the beginning of The Naked Gun. I remember that. I he, I remember that guy. I mean, he the beard, the white beard and the black turban. And he was the face of evil in the, the 80s for me. Eyes, yeah. 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 Okay, D, tell us about Russians in Afghanistan. Okay, so the Soviet-Afghan war was a protracted armed conflict in the Soviet-controlled Democratic Republic of Afghanistan. It went from 1979 to 1989. The war was a major conflict of the Cold War. It saw extensive fighting between the DRA, the Soviet Union. The war was a major conflict of the Cold War. There was extensive fighting between the DRA, the Soviet Union, and allied paramilitary groups against the Afghan Mujahideen and their allied foreign fighters. The Mujahideen was backed by various countries and organizations. Most of their support came from Pakistan or the United States as part of the Operation Cyclone, the United Kingdom, China, and Iran, and some of the Arab states of the Persian Gulf. The involvement of these foreign powers made it really more of a proxy war between the U.S. 
and the Soviets, the combat went through the entire course of the 80s, mostly in the Afghan countryside. It led to the deaths of between 562,000 and 2 million Afghan citizens. Millions more fled from the country as refugees. Mostly, they ended up in Pakistan and Iran. Approximately 6.5% of the Afghanistan population is estimated to have been killed over the course of the conflict. The Soviet-Afghan war caused destruction throughout Afghanistan and has been cited by scholars as a factor that contributed to the dissolution of the Soviet Union, formally ending the Cold War. The sad thing that we know now is that a lot of those arms that we supplied to them back then, they began using when they fought against us in here in the 21st century. Yep. Okay, guys, that does it for today's episode. Join us next time for 5 Minutes of Fire. Fire.